And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you, Dr. Shelley Care with us as we talk about now gemstones. What are gemstones anyways, Shell? Well, little rocks and stones straight from our planet Earth that we can use to vibrationally assist us. You use them for healing, don't you, and all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, I was shown this many, many years ago by a Native American shaman that you could lay the stone on the body and whatever frequency you are currently energetically vibrating at, the stone would get into rapport with you and it starts to shift your energy. And so it can create, you know, different levels of peace. It can draw different things into your life. And um, I've been experimenting with them for many, many years and they work. In your gemstone journey, you talk about the various different stones and what they are supposed to do, right? Yes. They all, it's kind of like a radio station, So we're listening to Coast to Coast, but you might want to listen to a classical music station, a jazz station. So different stones have different frequencies, and these different frequencies will bring you different things. And so in the book, I explain that and how you can lay stones on, wear them in jewelry, um, and start attracting different things into your life. Bloodstones, one of our favorite stones. Remember that? Yes. This is um, many years ago on Coast to Coast, right here. That's right. Um, I talked about the bloodstone because I had a very ill client who bought some bloodstones from me. These are dark green stones with red flecks. He took them not even for 24 hours and sucked the color out of the stone. So then I talked about it on Coast, and there's been, I mean, hundreds of people all over the place who talk about this. The stone seems to allow us to take on its properties in order to heal. And in the gem lore, like the stone stories, um, they say that the bloodstone is the blood, the stone that was under Christ, and so the red represents the blood of Christ, and so it's sacrificing itself to help us um, bring healing into our lives. Now, when you say he slucked, stuck the color out of it, he didn't swallow the thing, did he? No. It, this is crazy, but this it was a round, tumbled stone. It was dark green with red flecks. The next day, it looked, it still was round, but... Part of it looked like it was cleared out, and it looked like it was caved in on one side. Like you could look through it. What happened to it? It got sucked into the body. Does it ever rejuvenate? No, no, it won't rejuvenate. Because everything went into the body, I guess. Yes, and then I've had people um, who've had leukemia and things like that. They've carried them around, and they have sucked the life out of the stones, too. What is the one that you said is great for folks with depression? Lapidolite is really great. Um, It is the ore of lithium. So lithium is the drug that's in antidepressant medications. So lapidolite is a very big healing stone right now. Um, Very, very high frequency. It can help you sleep. It can help dreams. But it can also just help depression. It can bring calming energies to you. And it's, it's very popular right now. And what do you do with the stones? I mean, you just put them on your body, hold them in your hand. What do you normally do? You could hold them. Um, a lot of times people will carry them in their pocket or their purse. You can lay it, put them in your bed, lay them on the body before you go to sleep at night. You could obviously get jewelry and wear stones. I think that's one of the reasons why, aside from the beauty, the other more energetic reason why we like to wear stone jewelry is because it's actually assisting us. So, All right. Well, let's go to the phones. They're lining up for you. Let's start with Scott in Costa Mesa, California. Welcome to the show. Hey, Scotty. Hello. 
Hello, Beach Boys bumper music. Welcome to summer, everybody. It's Brian Wilson's birthday, of course. Very nice. Well, listen, we're talking about the Akashic Records, and you said past, present, and future. And so Shelley is the person to ask, are past life regressions and deja vu some way, somehow connected? That is a great question, Scott. Um, One of the books I wrote is called Blast from the Past, and it talks about the different ways that we receive these um, external inputs about the past. I think of deja vu as, let's say, you and I are sitting in a coffee shop, we're having a conversation, and we both go, wow, you know, this is weird. It feels like we've had this exact thing. We've been here before, and I know what you're going to say any second, that kind of thing. Yes, like it may be more of a current life thing, whereas um, I had coined a term that I call supretrovy, which would be an externally induced past life memory. So let's say you travel to a new place and all of a sudden the modern surroundings go away and you're just hit with this, this feeling that you had been there before. And that's coming straight in out of nowhere, but normally relating to something from the past. Tell us more, Shelley. How does that work? Um, I think that the soul, again, because of the Akashic Records, because of the fact that they're really, this time, this thing we're calling time isn't really real, we just, when we put our feet on the ground in certain places, it can trigger the soul into recalling the times where we have been there before. And speaking of gemstones, you know, that's, that's the other thing that I like to talk about now that I've it took me many years to put this together, but I think one of the reasons why we're drawn to stones is because different stones are coming from different parts of the world. You could have a crystal from Brazil, and that's going to be totally different than the crystal from Arkansas. And so it helps us to connect with the actual Earth energy so that we don't necessarily have to travel to a foreign destination. But those stones can also help trigger um, and bring up past life memories as well. Shelley, is there a stone for, like, luck or good tidings or anything like that? Um, Really, citrine, I think, is the one that people would consider lucky. It's really a cash stone. It brings money and cash. Or um, an aventurine brings more of a a prosperity kind of an energy of wealth. Uh, But a lot of people want to get their hands on citrine because it's... um, it's the yellow ray. It helps create actual cash, which everybody seems to want. Edgar Casey said that, and he called it a cold coin. It was a coin made out of a certain kind of metal and that you keep it in your pocket, on your body. You'd never get sick. Yeah, that's exactly right. He talked about um, carbon steel. That it picks up some of the energies all over the planet. Still there, Shelley, or did we lose you? Lost her again, Tommy. Give her a call back, and uh, we'll try to get her back as the gremlins try to do their thing. In the meantime, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Gordon in Plant City, Florida. Hey, Gordy, go ahead. George and Dr. Kerr, if you can hear me, Tommy said to let you know I've got several questions, and I'll spit them out real fast to be respectful. One, is it possible that several people can be Cleopatra Two, is it possible that some people can be new souls with no past lives? And three, is it possible that Jesus was reincarnated and has zero sin and life is the only person that's sinless? That last one is kind of religious, but I'm not trying to offend anyone. Well, hold on for that. We'll come back for that one. Can several people be Cleopatra at the same time, Shelley? 
Wow, that's a great question. Um, I don't know that that's possible, but I do think that part of what people might be tapping into is archetypal energy. So in that case, several people might tap into that archetype and believe that's their past life. Um, I don't know that we can have multiple people being someone. In, they may think they are, but really there's only one, right? That's how I would think. But again, I don't know that we're going to know about this until we get there to the other side. Okay. But we'll find out soon, I think. And Gordy, what was your other question about Jesus? Okay, yeah. Well, there was the one about, is it possible that some people are new souls with zero past lives, and then they, can Jesus be reincarnated and totally perfect and like the only perfect person? Now, those are two tough questions, but I'm not trying to, you know, offend anyone. You know me. Well, that's not you anyway. What about Jesus? Go ahead, Shell. Yeah, in terms of, like, could somebody not have any past lives before, um, I would say that is absolutely possible. Yes, somebody could be a new soul. Again, I don't ever, you know, I don't know the rules, you know. I think we can all speculate, just like we speculate about a lot of things that we discuss on Coast to Coast AM. Um, in terms of Jesus, like, could he be reincarnated? I would think not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would think not either. I mean, there's supposed to be the second coming pretty soon, but... Uh, right, that would be the second coming of him, though. That's true. Next up, let's go to Cynthia in Massachusetts, east of the Rockies. Hey, Cynthia, go ahead. Hello. Hi. Um, as far as gemstones go, I went to a gem thing, and I got some uh, amethyst and tiger's eye, but I lost the tiger's eye, but the amethyst... But I've been struggling ever since I was born with cerebral palsy, and um, it seems that now that I'm older, it seems that more ailments are coming through. But I keep striving forward and do a lot of self-talk in order to accomplish things. Well, good for you. I think that's fantastic. I think you're fantastic. So I'm just kind of wondering, um, you know, I'm close to family, and um, my mother and mother's side of the family has all passed on, and I'm just trying to keep striving forward and keep surviving and live to 100 if I can, you know. That's a great and, number to have. Um, that's what my goal is, to keep accomplishing things and keep striving forward. Shelley, do you ever talk about supplementation? Like vitamin supplements? Yes. Um, I guess not on an official level, but, you know, the one thing I have heard from a lot of chiropractors is that we need more magnesium in our diet. All over the place. Joe in Monterey, California. Joseph, welcome to the show. Thank you, George. Sure thing. Um, there was so You covered a lot of ground here. Um, uh, as far as stones are concerned, they are all, they, they're connected as a species. They're all connected. It's, it's like a quantum, uh, mechanics. Um, and there are beings on the other side that do work with stones and they're like guardians and stuff. So they, they are healers. Um, I'm a, uh, a star seed. So I do have that connection to other star seeds. But what I want to ask you about, and if you had this, um, you do know that all our lifetimes are still going on, and we are connected to all those lifetimes. Do we, um, how many people do you know 
have this bleed through or a uh, past life uh, uh, spontaneous regression when they meet someone from a past life, and maybe it's the first time in this life, and all of a sudden they have this feeling or they have a vision, and they both know that they were together in a past life? Yeah, Joe, that's a great question. Um, I have a book called Blast from the Past, and that's exactly what we're talking about, all the different ways that this can happen, and it definitely happens when we meet familiar people. There are people you will gaze in their eyes, and maybe a little movie would run in your mind, or you have a feeling, a very strong feeling, and you know that you've known them before. Um, I think this is actually... This is very common, I think. I think these things happen to people all the time. You know, earlier we talked about, you know, the idea that we're swimming in the deep end of the pool. We're we're looking into deeper issues. I think that when we do look into deeper issues and we bring these things into conscious awareness, most people would start to realize that this happens to us quite often, but it's very easy to dismiss as crazy and a lot of people would probably dismiss it. But when you meet someone you know, there's no doubt um, there's a connection there, and it's real. Wasn't your first appearance on the program when we talked about the gemstone journeys 20 yes. years ago? That's right. That's right. Yes, it was. I remember that because I was getting emails like crazy the next day from people. And you you have some of these stones on your website, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. And the important thing is, is each stone has a different category for what it does, right? Right. So the book will teach people, like, what does this bring them? Um, What was interesting is when I first started receiving this information kind of intuitively, I started looking into other books, and I realized some people are saying the same kind of things, even though I had never seen their books before. And this is when I started realizing that the stones really do have a frequency. We really can tune into what it's going to do or bring to us. And they're very, very helpful to have around during these stressful times that we have today. We've got Gina Maria in the state of Washington, west of the Rockies. Hi, Gina. Um, hello. Um, love and peace and healing, and God bless to everyone. And Thank everything. you. Very everyone. kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so I have three quick things I'm going to say. Um, the first one is, is um, um, I believe I fell down a flight of stairs in a past life and died, as I've dreamed it many times. and. I'd wake up feeling pain all over, and I believe it may have to do with the pain in my body all over in this lifetime as well. Um, the second thing was um, the age of injury or pain um, in this life may be the same as an injury or pain in a past life and sometimes resolves the cellular memory of it. Um, like with uh, hypnotherapy, past life regression, the issue resolves. But the third thing is the last thing is kind of really interesting. Um, A birthmark I've heard in this lifetime can correspond with a wound that caused a death in a past life. Gina Maria, this is amazing. These, Maria, Gina Maria. um, Yes, you brought up a lot of good points. Birthmarks can definitely be related in some past life regressions um, to injuries or wounds in past lives. I think I've got a lot of different books. My book, Meet Your Karma, The Healing Power of Past Life Memories, I think it has a case study about that, where the woman had a birthmark and it was a gunshot wound from a past life. Um, in terms of like what you mentioned earlier about 
you had an injury, you fell down a flight of stairs, could that have happened at the same age that the same or some kind of injury happened to you in a past life like as, as a pattern? And the answer is absolutely yes, that does happen. And as you mentioned, sometimes those can resolve themselves on their own and then sometimes or you can go into do a past life regression and do some healing around that and then it can alleviate those things. You could also, you know, imagine an energetic cord coming from you to the you used to be and then cut the cords and move forward in that way. How often do people dream about things and they are from past lives? Does that happen a lot? It does, yeah. A lot of people do. Um, in the book Livestream, I mentioned earlier the Civil War person who was an atheist. The atheist um, yeah. His wife had told me that he had been dreaming about being out on a battlefield and things like that. And I think that was that same lifetime that he was dreaming about from the Civil War. And so sometimes those things, you know, I think that the soul wants us to recall things so that we can bring them up for healing and just resolve them and get them out of our energy field. And so they'll come through dreams. We can all, you know, we can do that more consciously through the regression, but definitely dreams are a big part of that. Shelley, what do you think creates some of these synchronicities that happen in life? You know, you're thinking of somebody and they call you and you're thinking of a song and you hear it. What creates these synchronicities? Gosh, that's a good question. A couple of things could be happening. It could be just the actual connection that we really do have with all other people. And when we're deeply connected with a friend, as you mentioned, like maybe we're thinking about them, and so we're we're kind of riding the same wavelength and we're able to tune into that. Um, it can also be maybe we're tapping into future memories without really realizing it because as a caller mentioned earlier, it's just all happening simultaneously. Our past lives are still happening out on some other dimension. The future has yet to be happening. And so I think when we're daydreaming or whatever we're doing, we can pop our consciousness out of the present moment for a minute and go grab some of these details. Shelley, we're going to take a quick break and come back with final calls in just a moment on Coast to Coast AM. Feeling lost? Not by your radio? Grab your smartphone or computer and listen to iHeartRadio. Pick up the free iHeartRadio apps in the App Store or go to iHeartRadio.com. And welcome back. Dr. Shelley Care with us. Shelley, give us a little highlight about the next book, The Goddess Discovered. Yes, The Goddess Discovered, finally finished. Um, it's called Exploring the Divine Feminine Around the World. It will be coming out December 8th from Llewellyn. It's a world goddess encyclopedia, so it has over 500 deities, and it includes genealogical regressions where we do ancestral healing and past life regressions and journeys to discover more about goddesses that we interacted with in the past. When you talk about healing, exactly what are you talking about? There are unwanted, in, well, there could be good influences, let's say. We all bring in good things from our past lives or from our ancestors, but there could also be what I would call unwanted influences um, that could be causing stresses in the body, stresses in the outer world, in our lives. And so when we're doing healing, we are using bringing light into the body to replace those heavier energies and get them up and out of the body so that we can receive more peace, happiness, tranquility in the current situation. Easier said than done, or does it happen? 
Um, in a way, it's easier said than done, but um, a lot of the books I've been writing the last few years, I'm really showing readers how to do this from, for themselves. I think that bringing light through the body using your own consciousness is, is very powerful, and everybody can do it, and it isn't not difficult at all. All right, let's go to final calls. Charlene's with us in Pico Rivera, California. Welcome to the program. Hi, Charlene. Hey, George. How's it going? Okay. Hope you are, too. Yes, good. <laughs> um, hi, Shelly. Hi there. How are you? I'm okay. Um, I have a couple of questions. Um, now, for the stones, what stone is good for creativity, like writing? Uh, carnelian. What is that called, Shelly? Oh, what is carnelian? that? Carnelian? Carnelian. It's the orange ray. It's an orange agate. Some of the stones are vibrating at the same frequencies as chakra centers, so the carnelian helps the um, sacral chakra, which is the seat of your creativity. And that's the one ah, I use okay. a lot. And then my other question is, um, have you ever had a case where someone goes through past life regression and afterwards they gain an ability they didn't have before, like music or singing or whatever, or maybe even speak a language they didn't speak before it past life regression. Hmm. Interesting question. question. I have had um, a client recall a past life where she was a singer, and then she ended up becoming a singer. So, yes, in that case. I haven't had the languages thing as much because – um, the tra- the guided journeys that I do don't take people as far deeply into those trances, but um, I've definitely heard of that before. If you were Mozart in another life, what are the chances of you being able to play the piano in the current life? Pretty high, I would guess. I believe that's where you see these kids on 60 Minutes or whatever who are these geniuses who are writing symphonies and things. I think those are those people, and they've come back, and they're very aware, particularly in childhood, of their gifts and talents. And if they've got great parents who nurture that, then they can go very, very far. Next up, thank you, Charlene. Joe in Boston. Hey, Joseph, go ahead. Yes, Shelley, thank you for taking my call. I am the... I can't use your website. I'm visually impaired. I need healing with my respiratory system and and my digestive. Is there any way I can contact you? You can contact me off the air. Possibly send me some stones because I'm interested in this. I've always I know hypnosis works with past life regression. If I was down there where you were, I'd come to you. People do get healed after past life regression. Yeah, Joe, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, He's asking you for help, Shelley. Well, um, I do my sessions on Zoom or on phone, so if you, let's see. The phone would work for him. The phone can work for sure. That's that's how I always did the sessions in the old days. Now, now we do them on Zoom, but yeah, we could definitely do something by phone. All right, we'll let Tom get his number and give it to you, okay? That would be great. How many different gemstones are there out there? There are probably thousands of them. Um, Some of them are the more common ones. They're really all the same minerals and the same elements, just put together a little bit differently, making different substances. But there's really only a handful of chemical elements from the periodic table that are making up all of this stuff. Now, what would you say is the most important stone? If somebody's going to purchase one stone, just one, what would that be? It's still got to be the bloodstone for me right now. That one still continues to have the most 
miraculous results for people um, in terms of being them being able to actually clinically see that something has changed in the stone and it's bringing them some kind of peaceful energy. Can you get through the airport with this in your pocket or do you have to I, I think these you pack can, it. yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay, let's go to Dan in Cleveland, Ohio. Welcome to the program. Hey, Daniel, go ahead. Yeah, um, I just want to say one thing to her before I start on with what I call. Yeah, I'm a spiritual person. I'm a mystic. And, uh, you know, I had an out-of-body experience myself. But, um, you know, reincarnation and karma, I'm a strong believer in that. Um, according to my understanding, it's a teaching of Judaism. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to ever talk to somebody that was Jewish, but that's my understanding. In other words, Jesus was a believer in reincarnation and karma. Mm -hmm. And he, the early Christianity taught that. Um now, I, you know, when the Catholic Church adopted it, now I'm not anti-Catholic. I was a Catholic, baptized Catholic myself, and I went to Catholic Church for years. But anyways, when the Catholic Church adopted um, Christianity, um, the emperor decided he didn't want um, karma and reincarnation being taught anymore. You know, and anybody that wanted to, to to speak about that was hunted out and killed. So it was eliminated. You know, it was it was either uh, follow what the church teached or you're going to hell. Okay, so right away, well, you want to know what hell is? Okay, well I'll tell you what hell is. Um, you know, Jesus when he when he talked to the masses, he would talk in stories, and then when he had his apostles together, he would tell them in plain terms. And when they were talking about hell, I think what they were talking about, what their life was going to be like in their next incarnation, you know, if they were bad. If they were bad, then those same bad things were going to happen to them when they reincarnated until they grew up and, you know, learned how to behave themselves. Yeah. Well, that brings back an interesting question, Shelley, and that is, if you're bad in another life, will you generally be bad in the current life? That's an interesting question. Um, Does that follow through like that? Yeah, that's a good question. I think maybe some would be bad in the current life because they've been bad before, but maybe some are trying to do better. I mean, that's what I, I'm, I like the idea of reincarnation in the way that Maybe we're learning lessons and hopefully we're evolving towards something better. But I, I would think that sometimes you would be, maybe you'd be worse. Maybe you'd be the same and sometimes hopefully you'd be better. And into um, Dan's other point about the idea that reincarnation might have been in the Bible, that's definitely um, documented. The idea that if we had reincarnation, that says to us that maybe we've got another shot at this and there's a thought that maybe some institutions did not want us to feel like we had another shot. We need to do it right now or we're going to burn in hell. And that's kind of a control mechanism. Let's go to Jackie in New York. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jackie. Good morrow. Good to have you with us. Go ahead. Yeah, my question is, um, I'm in a situation currently where there's a lot of negativity and a lot of vindictiveness 
um, to the point of cutting me off with communication with the world. I'm sort of housebound in 74 and I'm going through back procedures. So I purchased another argon, um, you know, to try and balance things out. And I understand them, but Shelly, can you tell me basically what they do? I know that there's amethyst in it and citrine and turquoise and all that. But what does the argon basically do? I feel better, but I feel like this person is attacking my spirit, and I want to protect myself. Okay, so yeah, so you've got one of those um, argon generators that has the little mm-hmm. stones inside of it, right? These are um, right. What, uh, what are they? Oh, they're they're like um, they're stones that are put into a resin, and they're supposed to create a high vibrational frequency that's supposed to protect the energy around you. If you feel that people are attacking you from the outside, I would use your inner mind. Just imagine them. Imagine there's an energetic cord between you and them, and just imagine you can just cut the cord and just bathe yourself in light and just send them blessings and see if that helps. Who's stronger, the evil person or the good person? What do you think? Wow, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I guess in the movies it's always the evil one until the end. Um, I like to think, I like to believe in good triumphing over e- evil, though, so... I'm still going to always go for the good guys myself. Ilona's with us in New Jersey. Welcome to the program. Hi, Ilona. Hi. Um, Well, I was just listening to a number of different things. One of the things I wanted to bring up was I don't believe in reincarnation at all. Okay. How come? Well, I'll tell you why. I am a Christian, and I know what the Bible does say. I've been studying it for over 50 years. I think by now I know what it says. And it does not ever talk about reincarnation. Now, there are other Jewish books outside of the Bible that may talk about that. You're getting into the Kabbalists and stuff like that. Yeah. They are not scripture. They are just teachings of men, and that has got to be clarified. But here's what I'm thinking. I've thought about this a lot. We have a genetic memory because we are the composite of how many generations of men and women our genes hold their memories. And I've thought about this for years, and that's the only thing that makes any sense at all. Let's get Shelley's take on that. Shelley, she doesn't believe in reincarnation. She's entitled to that. But what are your thoughts? Alona, I think this is an amazing point you're bringing up, and it's one that I've had to ask myself. Um, This new book I have coming out called The Goddess Discovered, that's one of my premises. Premises? I don't even know if that's a word. But um, we do have a genetic memory. She is correct on that. And I believe in this book we explore like world religions, ancient religions. And in my opinion, one of the reasons why people are fascinated by this you know, school of thought, if you will, is because of our ancestors. We may be Christians today. We may not believe in reincarnation and some of these other things, but our ancestors certainly did because that's all that was around. And if you do believe in past lives, you don't have to, but if you do, then another place where these memories may be coming from is our past lives. But I think this is one of the things 
that is um, creating the goddess phenomenon or other fascinations with world religions is that we are tapped into that genetic memory that Alona mentioned. Let's go to Joe in the Bronx. Hey, Joseph, let's squeeze you in. Go ahead. Thank you, George. How are you? Good. Good. I'd like to ask your guest, uh, is there a particular gemstone that will attract your soulmate? Like a magnet? What do you think? Wow, that is really interesting, Joe. Um, Rose quartz is a really good stone for shifting your vibrational frequency to attract love to you, whether that's love of a partner or even self-love. So that's the one I would pick top of mind that's the most common. What's that called, Shell? Rose quartz. Rose quartz. It's that pink stone. I think I actually have some of that on my website. It's very common. It's um, a beautiful stone. Very, very common. They actually use it in cosmetics because it helps with wrinkles. Would you, how would you categorize an emerald, for example, or a ruby? Those are more like precious gems, but they do sell um, tumbled versions that are a little bit lower grade. Emerald is actually vibrating at the same frequency as the green ray, so it opens up the heart center. Um, the ruby is the red ray, which opens up your root chakra, so it grounds you to the earth. Sapphires are blue, which helps communication. Shelly, in a minute left, tell folks about your website and where they can get you all books. Yes, um, you can come over to pastlifelady.com, and I've got a book link there. I've got my YouTube channel. I do have free past life regressions on my YouTube channel. People can try this themselves if they're so inclined, and everything is right on that one website. Very good. Shelly, thanks for being on the program again, and good luck with all your work, okay? Thank you, George. It's so great to be with you. you take care. Shelly Care. Dr. Shelley Care, Ph.D., we've got a great series of programs for you for the rest of the week as well. For Adam Thompson, Tom Danheiser, Dan Galanti, Lisa Lyon, Lux Lonehood, Sean LaDesore, Stephanie Smith, Chris Burroughs, Tim Benal, George Knapp, and Ian Punnett, I'm George Norrie, somewhere out there on Coast to Coast AM. We'll see you on our next edition. Until then, be safe, everyone.